All right, it's us. We did this. Let's go. Uh, so here's what I thought of doing. And first of all, I'm, I'm Threesmas, those that don't know me, and we're sitting here with, with Diamond Most Likes. And I've thought for like over a year now that you and I should be best friends. <laughs> we kind of are. I mean, in some ways, we're, we flirt around the best friend territory, like to kind of a graceful dance we do like around the, the, the buffet at the Golden Corral. We, we kind of have locked eyes, but we've never really communicated fully. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I mean, even as you say that, I realize that I, I talk with you more often than I do my best friends. So <laughs> but I think that's just being in my mid forties at this point. I want yeah. nothing to do with the past. Yeah. Um, right. Well, so I thought it'd be fun if we, if we, figured out things that we don't get to do because, you know, we're both busy. Yeah. I'm busy being the most famous NFT artist in the world, okay? <laughs> and you're, you're busy working in nine to five. You're not wrong. Yeah. And well, and on top of that, I feel like there's so there's such a, um, a heaving portion of reheated bullshit that people are talking about all the time that it probably is going to feel pretty cool to just fuck around and shoot the shit and talk about some absurd shit instead of being beaten over the head with the same old shit all the time. The same old shit and the same questions. You know? <laughs> right, right. Tell me, tell me what brought you to NFTs. Jeez, if I hear that one more fucking time. But, no, right. but I thought the, the structure I was kind of thinking we could do is like, let's just imagine that we're on a really long road trip, just the yep. two of us. And that yep. destination is either going to be like best friendship or we hate each other at the end. Either way, I think yeah. it'll, it'll be good. <laughs> That sounds good. Yeah, like we're in like a 1994 forest green Saturn heading down to Boca Raton, Florida with hopes of, you know, uh, inhabiting a honeymoon suite together. And this yeah. is kind of the trial. Yeah, I got I got you. I like Yeah, that. no, totally, totally. We've got somewhere to be and we, we may have the vehicle that will get us there. If yeah. not, <laughs> if not, I did bring two Allen wrenches. Yeah, and, and I can take them. I can take the Megabus home as well. So there's always that option. Perfect. Nice. <laughs> um, that's exactly what I wanted. It's kind of what I imagined it to be, too. So perfect. Meanwhile, you know, I have uh, the grotto. You know, who always loves to pick up little little bits and pieces about this. You have a fucking force of collectors at this point. You got the <laughs> yeah. you got the ringwings. Yeah. Well, dude, it's it's funny. I feel like we kind of have a similar mentality in terms of like the closeness of our community. I think that's the biggest part that I think that I see where we kind of level and where we see each other the most is just like, I think we both fucking love, well, I don't know, I can't speak for you, but I fucking love chilling with people. It seems like the grotto is the liveliest place on the internet. It's ravenous, it's rabid. And I think that's a similar, um, I think that's a similar similarity between our, our artistic styles and the way that we talk and the way that we, we do shit too, is that like, I don't know, I, fe I feel cool. I, or I feel like I, I love um creating stir and, and and like you know having a genuine connection with the people who are fucking with my art which i think is what you do as well and i think one of the things that i had actually about that I, the question i had for you about um your art in general was i feel like the the beauty that i see in your art really is that it is not only the paintings that you do but also this absolutely insane kind of roadmap for what a lot of people are now doing in terms of the utility burns in terms of and that's blown up recently like with the open editions people creating kind of complex burning mechanisms so what i saw in that i was wondering about about that is how how are, how do you determine 
how, how did you come up with that kind of roadmap initially? And then also, how does that play into your overall artistic process? Because all of that stuff is part of the artwork that you're creating that is uh, cards as well. That, that's, that's the thing. It really is very much a part of it. And yeah. it's funny because I've been doing it since literally day one. Like the first piece dropped talked about future functionality, right? Because utility didn't even exist as a buzzword yet. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and the idea being that I, I built into my entire project from jump this idea that one thing would become others would lead you to others. Okay? Yeah. I mean, in its purest form, that's all it is. But what, what it meant was that the entire narrative that I built out, I knew that it would only be unlocked through the sort of utility that's available via the NFT. Right? Yeah. And that, that being that you can track everybody who has what you, you know, what you've created, what they paid for it, okay, how they came to get it. And that those those pieces right there become an integral part of building out the drop mechanics and, and the overall release of all the artwork as you go forward. Right? Yeah. And then I, I early on realized that you, I can build what I call utility tokens, right? But high edition pieces yeah. that allow the collectors to sort of navigate throughout all of it. But at this point, you know, I don't, I mean, I haven't dropped to the public in forever. Right. 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 And, and when, even when I do, it's like the public gets a small sliver of chance of getting any of my stuff. It's all obtained through, through the mechanics. Okay? Yeah. But the difference, I think, with me, and I mean, right now, if, put yourself in my shoes for a second and imagine that I'm the one, you're, you're seeing all of this burn redemption mechanic, just like it's, they all yeah. invented it. Yep. <laughs> and, and I- You gotta I've be going, no, yeah, does, does that drive you insane? I feel like I'd be going a little nuts. I'm not gonna lie. Like it, The only reason that I don't, okay, <laughs> is because I know that if I were to ask any of them, and then what? Right, right. There's nothing. There's nothing there. Right. So the story ends. Yeah, the story ends after you burn it. Yeah. 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 What does yeah. it do? What does it do? Yeah, yeah. Now you have this other thing that you really right. didn't need in the first place either. Right. You know? Also, the main reason that they're asking people to burn is either they had too many of them, yeah, and their market was dead, or they realized, oh, that's a good way to pump a little extra cash out, which is that's... what they saw over the last month. That's what I've been seeing. And yeah, I, I, yeah, it's funny, man. I, I, I think you keep a leveler head than I do. And I, I tend to try to be chill on Twitter, but it's, well, not really, actually. I have no chill on Twitter. I fucking go insane all the time. And it's this absolute, like, complete, complete bloodbath 24-7. But I think it's it's funny. Like, when I see somebody, because I, I, I'm similar to you in terms of, I think, just mass output of, of shit. Like, it's just, like, fucking crazy. There's, like, content going everywhere. There's all sorts of shit going on. And so a lot of times, like I'll see, I'll see like, you know, an idea that I posted is just like a random thought or like a, a random kind of like low effort, low quality piece. And then I'll see that thing like turn around and somebody's like taking the kind of like spirit of it and it's gone for some obscene amount. I'm like, Hey, I I, felt, I think, I think I like did that thing or maybe we just shared the same consciousness or something, but it's, yeah, it's all good. But I feel like <laughs> it's really tough, right? It's really tough to see that. And and I think you just have to get to a point where you trust, and I, I would imagine you're there. I would hope you're there because you're very successful right now. You're doing very yeah. well, you know. 
um, not well enough to leave your, your job. Just for those that don't know, he's also regional manager for all the auto zones in northeastern uh, Indiana. O'Reilly, great. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Uh, oh, yeah, it's O'Reilly. Really yeah, it's O'Reilly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, pardon me here as I crack yeah. a little uh, Diet Dr. Pepper for us. Oh, yeah. But, um, but, you know, I think you just have to get to a point where you've got to believe that your stuff is better than others. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, yeah. You're, you're dead on there. And, like, I think that I think that like we're all swimming in the same kind of like shit pool anyway. So who the fuck knows where any ideas come from or where they die or where people are, you know, sucking them out or, or far, or, oh, or, you know, it doesn't. I, th- I think both of our work, there's a lot of it that's commentary on the very space we're in. Yes, absolutely. And I don't think quite honestly that there is much of that. There's not much self-reflection in the space. Right. Right. Agreed. Yeah. I there's, think you're dead on there. Yeah, the majority of them really believe that they're doing something important and yes. that they're the first person ever to be this important right. in the entire world. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're dead on. Whereas I think, yeah, I think that the, I think it's more comical and more important to examine the absurdity of our, of our own existence, not only in the space, but our, the absurdity of our existence as human beings too. Like, it's just like, what the fuck, what the fuck are we doing here? You know, it's nuts. Well, that's, that's where, you know, a little bit of maturity comes in. You know, I'm, I'm pushing 60 now. Okay. You, I would would venture again. You're a good looking 75. 45. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, most of the people in the space, from top to bottom, from the from collectors to, to to creators, right, are like eleven years old. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Go around on whatever they're doing. Yeah, and, yeah, it's like I, that, yeah. that's that's a difference. I, I really feel that they what they I remember what I did in my twenties was very important. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, it's like you haven't been beaten into into smithereens by, you know, existence or, or crushed by like the prospect of middle management but for the rest of your life or, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or just or, or sitting by or having your happiest moment of your day be the lean cuisine you put in the microwave, you know, and watching it spin. That's like the only moment of reprieve you get. It's like exactly. that, that's the exactly. shit that like the, yeah. the drone of the, the, the carousel of the microwave taking you to a better place <laughs> right a spiritual a spiritual enlightenment moment on that day. <laughs> yeah yeah you're right yeah not only have we gone through that but we've come out the other side i think yeah yeah you know, okay. i mean I don't, I don't know enough about you to know if you you know maybe maybe you're one of those those kids you know born with a, a silver spoon in their mouth in indiana just <laughs> you are you are from indiana I am. Yep. That's right. Yeah. So I'm from, okay. I'm from Northern Indiana. Um, yeah, definitely was not a silver spoon guy for sure. I mean, so from Indiana because I have three or four note cards full of, of stuff from Indiana. And if you gave me with Kansas, I was going to be fucked. <laughs> nice. That's awesome, dude. Well, where are you so, from? You're out, you're you're out you, you, you're, 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 you're not the sort that, that I think hasn't had to work for things in life and hasn't yeah. had your ups and downs. Right. Yeah. Um, and at, at the point that you get to, to, to be able to sort of celebrate your art and put it in front of people and play with it and get some response and gets, you know, I'm still shocked that you, you have a, a nine to five. Right. I'm yeah. Shocked. Yeah. It is. It is a little shocking. I mean, like, yeah, it's funny, man. You, you know, I, I was inspired. So we had a, we had a space, we did a spaces like sometime 
last summer, I think maybe, or it was, it was a while ago, but I was, uh, you know, I was stoked to hear that you just went all chips in. You just shoved them all in. It was like, all right, shit, I'm just going to do this thing, whether or not it works. I'm like a, I'm a crazy paranoid, anxious ball of fucking, you know, just crazed energy. And like, I'm constantly thinking about all the angles and like all the edges and like just, and so, you know, the, the prospect of leaving this job is, you know, it's, it's both my greatest dream in life and my biggest fear where it's like, you know, there's, there's like this inevitability that, um, that I'll just be in that same desk chair, like that's more or less shaped like a coffin and somebody will discover me sitting there in, in 40 years and I'll have created all this art, not even, not even really like reflected or realized it, which is a terrifying prospect, but yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. After we had that talk, I, I did, I did start to really think about like, what is my exit plan? Because, you know, to, to watch, to, to watch you say like, look, uh, this is what, this is the only thing I, I'm, I want to do. It's the only thing I know that I need to do to get out there. And I feel that same urgency too, in my art where I'm like, this is shit that I, I have to make. It's not like I'm like, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a kind of, it kind of goes back to that part of you know, creation for the sake of creation. Again, that being such a vital part of any artist. And there's people out there that you can tell it's creation for consumption or creation for sale. And it's like, no, this is like really a, a journey of like, you know, self-exploration and figuring shit out and like fucking that's doing the, shit and like, yeah, create something part, bigger. That's the only part where I, I do find that I can acknowledge myself as the artist, right? Yeah. It's the only one. I still have a little bit of imposter syndrome, especially yeah. with my successes, right? Mm -hmm. But for me, it's that idea that, hey, I'm going to be making this stuff anyway. That's I think that's I'm making stuff I'm for it. years without showing anyone. Yeah. You know, literally, you had to be a woman that's just there, <laughs> taking out a cigarette and, and it, it, going over in her head what just happened. Yeah. Okay. For me to then bust out and go, you know, while we're while we're lying here in the in yeah, what would you, you like to look at my baseball cards? <laughs> So is that, so, and that, that's the thing. So is that how you officially got started? Was it painting cards? And then, or, or were you painting other things before that were not? I wasn't painting anything. Literally, I had never painted. I never had a, a, a drawing class or, or mm -hmm. like, I, I literally had a semester of art class in seventh grade yep. or something, right? Um, was not my thing. And, and I was in my 40s, and I looked around at the fact that I had hundreds of thousands of fucking baseball cards again. <laughs> after I'd already lost my childhood collection to, to yeah. craziness, right? And I got mad and just started graffitiing. Mm -hmm. Like, I literally, it, it was literally, I'm just, like, going to tear through these things. So like, with, spray, with, with spray paint, with actual spray paint at the time? No, not even. Or, with, yeah, with, like permanent with, marker? White out and sharpie. Gotcha, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's what I started with. But it was, yeah, but it sure. was the idea of just like defacing them. Yep. At one point when I was a kid, and I had this like phenomenal collection as a kid. Just stupid. Because I was obsessed and like single single focused and the whole thing. And I used to practice my autograph on cards. Wow. Okay? Because yeah. and I would I wouldn't just practice my autograph on cards. I would practice the scenario of saying, sorry fellas, I only have time for one today. As a, okay. Right. Sorry, I, kids. Not today. Yeah. Maybe yeah, tomorrow. No, like, come back. I would, yeah. I, no. Never. I would never say not today. But I would say sorry. I can only do one. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I hated the cockfighters that would say not today because it's like really you could. Okay. Yeah, so I, yeah. I lived in that. But but at one point I went through 
and I had boxes and boxes of my of my fake signed cards, right? Mm -hmm. And in one of those boxes was a 1986 Fleer Michael Jordan rookie with a big old little threes autograph across the front. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. What does that thing yeah. go for now? Like, oh, now I mean, even in shitty condition, that's a five thousand dollar card, and yeah. in perfect condition, you know. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I didn't save that one. I got so mad at myself, I threw all that stuff away, having ruined them, right? Um, because I think a threesomes signed yeah. <laughs> even more. But but what I did is I had that in my mind as I'm like, look, none of this matters. The cardboard doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, I don't, who's to tell me what's valuable and what isn't? Who cares? And, and I just was like mad at that I even had them. And I just yeah. started going through them, fucking with them. And I liked it. And I, all of a sudden, I was like, like tapped into something. And so I spent, you know, a couple of years where before I even got to the gouache. And then I was introduced to the gouache. And then I just picked it up there. And that's what I did. Mm -hmm. It took me two years to even start painting faces. You know, I was sort of unsure about what I could actually pull off. Sure. And then I just ran with it. And, and so I have, I've, I've done a, a couple larger scale things as a part of other projects or just mm -hmm. things I've messed with. But for the most part, I only now know how to paint tiny little people on baseball. <laughs> well, I like, you know, I like that. So your style, it's funny, man, because both you and I, I don't have any art training either. Like I've just hammered out like 20,000 hours on the iPad and, like I, I failed a, a class in, in uh, high school about it, but it's funny because I think both of us have the same like physical painting tactic. We're using a lot of tricks, like, you know, doing what we can, but it also has fucking heart. You know, it's not, it's not going to be a photo realistic painting, but right. it's a painting right. that was made with your heart more or less. It's just like, yeah, this is my interpretation of it. This is the fucking shit that I know how to do. And I think it's great. So like, yeah, that's, that's uh, that's the thing. I, I have zero interest in photorealistic anything. Okay? Yeah, same. Zero. Even I mean, if you're a yeah. photographer, I don't want it to be just a fucking photograph. Like, do something, right? Yeah. And, and so there is not a time that I finish one of my paintings where I don't just sit there giggling at the fact that I made that. Like, I love them so <laughs> much. I, like, have the best time painting, and I love the result. And luckily, I've got, you know, some collectors that feel the same way, but... But I love it. Like, I absolutely love it. And so, it, you know, there's a few years of that before. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, it was even in that first year, I started painting what, what today we consider threesomes, right? I started yeah. working out teams of, con you know, conceptual teams that worked through an idea. The ex-boyfriends, the ex you know, that was my very first boom yep. that I painted out. Because um, I just thought that was hilarious. I thought oh, yeah. the idea well, of one person's exes making up an entire team <laughs> the greatest thing ever. It would be, be really fucking funny. I think like, and I think that's the thing. Once that laughter, once that laughter dissolves is when it's time to hang it up, you know, like really, because that's the only thing that, again, it, it kind of goes back into what we were talking about earlier when it's like, yeah, dude, like we just want to create. So when that laughter is gone, I'm done. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do it anymore because that's the part that makes me really happy. Well, and that's... <sighs> I mean, I'm lucky in that on top of being happy with the, the work and the, just the creation of it, the other parts of this project that I've created, okay, the grotto, okay, the, the entire universe around it, <clears throat> I love that even more than the painting. I mean, oh, the yeah. fact that I, I have more friends 
It's so silly. But I have more friends today than I've ever had in my life. And they're the grotto. There are these collectors in my life, right? I know all of them. In fact, I was going to ask you, how many of your collectors have you met? Yeah, I've met. So I've met quite a few, you know, um, and they're all like how you would expect. Like, I mean, it was it's been really cool because you're a little nervous, I think, when it starts out when it's like, you know, I'm meeting this person who has who's believed in my work, who has resonated, who essentially kind of like collected a memory of mine, a, a piece of my life that I poured like everything I had into. So it's like, holy shit, what's going to happen? And they're all like the fucking sweetest people ever you know like we're just like i'm actually it's, shocked at how fucking cool everyone is you know like it's wild i can't i can't get over that i mean it, we talk about it a lot because you know my collectors now the grotto they they hang out with each other independently of me right. they travel and see each other in different cities and go on trips and hang out and the whole bit you know because we have this whole thing i i'm always shocked at what i, I mean i we don't have a dickhead in the bunch you know <laughs> Which is amazing. Right. Yeah. At least, I mean, look, a lot of a lot of us are dickheads, but to you know, cumulatively together, we actually yeah. take care of each other. It's really great. Well, I feel uh, like that. I feel like that dickhead nature is more or less like family at that point, you know. Which is oh, which is no cheesy doubt. as shit to say, but dude, like, I'm with you, man. Where it's like, you know, I'm I'm talking to people all day, every day in the DM, in my DMs, and like, you know, and and it's like truly, like you were saying, it, it really is the part that also makes this so much more enjoyable because we can laugh to ourselves all day at our creations and it's like it's it's funny and it's great but like to be able to share that laughter with somebody else is like truly the best moment there for sure well so here this let me just clarify and i, I this, correct me if i'm wrong but but you're like me in that you you don't have an agent you don't have a management you, you don't have anybody running your team no right so it's really you from from get-go. It's you from making it to distributing it to engaging with it to har harvesting the people and, and putting it all together and making it all play out. We're few and far between. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you'd be – and I, I guess I would be – I would. I think I'm, I'm probably going to be shocked by the number it turns out to be that are not doing everything that may appear that that, that is the case. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, certainly – at any level of success. Yeah. You know, I mean, any, anybody that that's, that's making a healthy living in this space, it's, it's always, I mean, I'm stunned when I hear about people who I don't feel are making a healthy level in this space that have teams behind them. Like, <laughs> right. It's like, what are those people doing? What? And, and I, and I think to do, I think to do what, what we do and to, to want that type of community and that type of, shared um vision you have to be relentless and uncompromising are the two words that i always use and it's just like it's like this was gonna happen no matter what i know that i'm still working a piece of shit job but like you know i, I it's just like you you dump everything you have into this because it's like i'm just it, it has to happen because it's it's meant to because like people are meant to see the shit and people are meant to enjoy it and, and, and be a part of something that's going to outlive both of us. Hopefully, you know, you're, you're coming up on 78. I'm, I'm 64. We don't have that many years left. Not, so. much, not much time left. People don't realize that we're not, we're not 22 year olds. <laughs> right. Um, so here, here's a question for you because I, I, you know, there's a lot of similarities here, obviously. But I think there's some big differences, too. And I have a feeling, look, the reason that I can, you know, two years ago now, come in April will be two years since I left corporate America and just said, this is what I'm going to do. 
okay? Because I'm old enough that I'd already basically gotten my two kids to survive their teenage years. Yeah. Okay. And I'd gotten myself to a point where I was going to stop paying any ex-wives for anything. Okay. If, if this, if this failed on me, yes, the kids would have been pissed because they, you know, they're enjoying the, the benefits of me making it as threes. Right. But if this failed on me, I was literally going to get a fucking job at a pool hall that had a cot in the back. And I would just, I worked there for free. If they just let me be on the cot. You know, yeah. and that was it. Like that was my that was my plan. If this fell yeah. through, you know, because I, I had zero responsibilities at that point. I yeah. have a feeling you've got responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Well, yeah, I, I do, and and I don't. In some ways, it's weird because yeah, I don't have any kids, so like, it, it in some ways, I'm I'm a little bit more free in that sense, where it's just like, well, shit, like I really could just fail, and it would just be my own failure, you know. Um, and but. But oddly enough, I think that that crazed, like, I don't know, like, do you deal with, I feel like many people artistically and in, in people who, you know, create all the time, like, do you deal with any type of like anxiety, any type of like, you know, just the, the classic stuff that I feel like is, is kind of ingrained for people who, who feel more emotion or are able to like communicate that emotion in a different way. Like what's your, yeah. What, what does your creative process look like for no. that? And, and Yeah. No, none. <laughs> I, have the greatest, I have the greatest life in the world. My anxiety came the day of my first mint. Would it yep. sell out? Sold out in minutes. Okay, good. And then, and then I had anxiety when I changed the direction, when there was no longer NFT artists on these baseball cards. And I was just worried they weren't going to follow me. They followed me. Done. Okay. Yep. I don't worry about any of that anymore. I don't worry about like how much it's going to sell or what, what that's going to happen. I... I have stresses around it because I'm so fucking committed to delivering value to these guys. Yeah. Okay. So I get stressed around that, but the anxiety is like the unknown. I, I feel like I know my, I know it's yeah. Well, what you about know? like anxiety? What about like anxiety personally, like in terms of wrestling with, uh, with, yeah, the, like the, the kind of like existential dread that we all experience or like, just the anxiety that comes with like human existence is, is that something you, that you deal with or, or that you like funnel into like, you know, I think, I think, uh, and now that even as you're saying this, asking me that I have to consider it, that I think I can let my therapist go now <laughs> because I, I think I'm fixed. I think <laughs> we, good. we got this. Um, it's, I, my only concerns my own, of the unknown is can I make sure that all of these millions of dollars that my work is worth now and that everybody's got in their portfolios and has all of that yeah. stuff, can I make sure we deliver that? Yeah. yeah. Whether that, whatever that is, however, can, can, I, can I keep that going? Okay. Um, but I don't have existential dread. I mean, look, I, my problem is that I wallow in in worrying that i'm never going to be recognized for yeah my yeah okay <laughs> well that's it I, it's a valid fear i think and that many i think that many of us experience because like you know yeah like legacy is is something somewhat of a of a i think overall like obsession is is human beings and especially like the tendency to like more or less achieve the the prospect of living forever really right like through the legacy i think that's a super important Absolutely. thing so yeah that's i i feel you there so where does that come 
Yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. I mean, I so yeah, you, you got that out of me. I do worry about my legacy all the time because yep. look, let's look at my track record here. Okay. Uh, boy genius who then petered out at nine years old. Okay. Which is exactly what happened. I went from being the smartest kid in the world. Okay. To just plateau for fucking until I became threesomes and I picked it back up. So I'm, wow. right back. I'm, I'm a genius again, but I really under, <laughs> under delivered for many, yeah. many years. Okay. Then I become a ball player. That's that coincides. I stopped caring about my mind when I realized that I could just hit the ball and make everybody excited anyway. Okay. Yeah. I rode that as far as I could. Then I got injured and then I just turned all my focus into the ladies. Okay. And I have, so I didn't make it. I mean, I made it, I made it farther as a ball player than almost anybody makes it, but I didn't make it as far. We're not talking about my baseball career. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not so, in any hall of fame. Right. I yeah. didn't, I, okay. Um, but I feel that, that I've got some failures behind me where I didn't leave up to live up to that legacy. I didn't leave behind this memorable thing. Mm-hmm. Okay? And now I have this another chance where, you know, I talk about it all the time that at, at this age to have started in, in being here is why I can, I, if I, if I'd done this at 25 or 35, I couldn't have pulled it off the way I can at 45. Yeah. And so you know, the, I, I do feel like, okay, I, I have the skills, I have the wherewithal, I have the demeanor, and I've got the maturity to pull yeah. all this off. So I'm expecting that I'll have that. I'm expecting that this will be that legacy. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it, like, it should, it really should be. I mean, that's why you, it's more or less like why you wake up every morning. Like, I can't imagine like I can't imagine the prospect of waking up and then just and then me just punching the clock from nine to five and then just going to sleep every night. It's like, it's fucking crazy that people do that. And I don't know. It's like, and it's like an existence that so many are familiar with. And it's, it's no, it's not like, a, you know, it's no, it's no offense to anybody that's doing that. Cause I, we have to, we're essentially conditioned to just do that. But it's like this, this opportunity that we've been presented in like our desire to, like create something bigger is just, yeah, it's, it's definitely something that, that has been a, a wild kind of realization for sure. Well, and I think that's, look, I, I, I the, the grotto knows this, but the, you know, I've had a pretty cool life. I mean, I've got, I've got different things that I've done that most of the people in middle America who just are doing things the way they're supposed to do them, you betcha, they've never, they would never do the things that I've done. I've done some mm-hmm. pretty fucking great things. Yeah. Okay? Like what, we, like what are you talking what's one of the what's one insane thing well i mean okay i mean i played professional baseball that's pretty wild that's and in really itself is pretty cool yeah. right that's yeah, a yeah. pretty cool thing right but not only that when i when that ended i ran away to a whole other continent a whole other language a whole other everything just to get away from the idea of waking up and not playing baseball because one day <laughs> to the next i was a baseball player now i'm not a baseball player first time ever right yeah so i ran away and in that like the things that i did and the life that i built was fucking awesome yeah <laughs> basically you know warp speed into to an entrepreneurial entrepreneurial space right to then build out and and in my industry going back at that time to be one of the best in the world okay? yeah and and the things that i got to do which i would never talk about in the grotto because it's immediate doxing right but the things that i got to do that i got to play with were so awesome mm. the, the level of like 
lifestyle and access and things that I did were just so fucking great. Yeah. You know, and it's like time and time again, even when I have the last divorce, I got three divorces thrown into that mix, right? But when I have Damn. the last divorce, and then all of a sudden I've got this huge, like, debt to this woman. Yeah, right? yeah. Because we, you know, she left me when we had, when I had so much. So then I got to pay her as though I have all of that, right? And so I mm-hmm. had to take on that corporate world yep. to be able to pay that 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 bill every, every month, yeah. right? And in doing that is the first time where it wasn't just my show. Like yeah. everything else was sort of just, if I want to do it, I'll do it. And I can do that. And all of a sudden I'm in this, at the time where I'm like, I go to big megacorp and I'm like, hey, pay me lots of money to think of, the, <laughs> think of things for you. And when they said yes, I was like, oh, great. Who knew that I was capable of doing that? I right. really, when, when I first got divorced, at first was, I was like, oh, my God, am I going to get a job, you know, at Best Buy? Like, right. who on earth is ever going to hire this guy who's, as far as I was concerned, didn't have any resume? Okay? Yeah. Turned out, yeah. I had all these skills and talents and really had done some things that they yeah. got me to a point that they go, yes, you know, we'll pay you lots of money to lead us through this thing and you do that thing. And and I hated every fucking second of it. Yeah. And it's almost like it it almost like euthanizes your desire to to expand out in many ways because you're just tired all the time. It's just like, well, fuck it, man. Like, well, what am I going to do tonight? I'm just going to fucking lay on the couch and watch. America's got talent or something because I'm just dead inside, you know, like dead that's inside. yeah, yeah. Dead inside. And 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 I had this because I'm the guy who had lived all those other lives. Okay. Like I used to commute dirt when I was the when I was an exec, I used to commute between New York and, and the desert southwest, okay? Damn. Every week. I would Oof. go work in the desert southwest southwest and I would come back in the weekends, right? Which means yeah. I'm on a plane all the time, plus like flying even when I'm down there. But oh, so what do you do? Type conversations. I was mortified. Yeah. I, I would not tell anyone what I did. Okay. <laughs> and meanwhile, all of my peers in corporate America couldn't wait to tell everybody oh, yeah. you know, that how they had risen the ranks to be this thing. And I was like embarrassed as fuck. So not <laughs> only did I hate all of it. But I felt like there's no way that little threes who grew up to do all these cool things should be, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's funny because, like, it's it's odd to have so much. It will. It's kind of strange because, like, we have so much of our personalities tied up into art, into art. And then it's really strange to see that same habit around, like, you know, people in their jobs. Like, I'll be in a circle of people and they're like, so what's everyone do? And I'm like, nobody gives a fuck what anyone does. Everyone works fucking terrible jobs they hate. So like, why are we asking each other what what anyone does? You know, like we all fucking exactly. hate our jobs. Exactly. Like, yeah. I, when, when I was in my early twenties and I was in I was in Spain, is where I was living, right? And the, this guy told me that he was like, you know, the problem with Americans is that if I say to, to a group of my friends, what do you guys do? They're all going to say, oh, I love to ski. Oh, I love to yeah. Oh, I do this. And an American is going to tell you what their job is. Yeah, it's marketing manager or whatever the fuck stupid title <laughs> exactly. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, God. And, and that stuck with me, I think. I think that was like that conversation yeah. was one of those things that then when I find myself, first of all, I was constantly at the beginning almost getting fired. <laughs> yeah. Because 
turns out that when you, you can't be three, you can't be three swims and live yeah. in that So very quickly, I had to realize, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I'm going to tone it down. Yeah. Can't even be me. And even though every one of the guys would go, yes, that's why we brought you in, because you're a little crazy, but let's just keep that between us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I couldn't, I just couldn't handle it. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. And so, so yeah, when I came into this whole thing, and the story is that I didn't come in necessarily to be an artist. Like I came in thinking I could, I could start a platform because I figured that would be the way I could be an artist. Yeah, gotcha. Right. If I started the platform, I could put my own goddamn shit on it. And nobody yeah. could tell me how. Right. right. I can myself into it. Yeah. Uh, which is not unheard of. You know, you've got people yeah. who open galleries so they can display their own work. Right. Which, yeah. And which was the awesome part about, about Hick at Nuke and where we both were birthed from because it was like nobody had their, 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 you know, fondling hands in, in the curation process. It was just, it was just an absolute free for all and it was chaos. And I think that, that that's where, where, where a lot of us thrive like and i've made i think that you know you know what's up like all of us tezos people are so close dude like i made some of my best friends on like you know through there and i dm with them all the time it's just like it's funny to think that like more or less the platform that you were potentially going to make was kind of there on tezos in some ways you know what i mean because it's like i can just fucking put shit up and it doesn't matter like it's just out there yeah i mean look it was it was there except and this is the problem and this is where where i think i came in and even how it drives my drop mechanics and all of my commentary on the space it was there but it was it was you could cheat at it you could and there there were cheaters absolutely (laughs) right we won't get into it but yeah yeah absolutely and so so it's hard there because you know as of now there still is not a platform that actually works like yeah there's nothing that keeps that keeps the cheaters at bay um yeah you know, but I was going to say, like, I, this kid, you brought that up because you've minted five pieces on Tez in the last seven or eight months. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you're gone. You, you abandoned it. Yeah. Well, so I don't, so I just don't really mint that much in general, really. Right. Like, I mean, like, you minted, you minted 26 pieces on Ethan at the same time. I didn't even know that. That's insane. I mean, well, I'm, really. I'm the stats guy. Yeah. Well, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. And I think, I mean, part of that is absolutely just the ability to, for the, for leaving my, the fucking job that I hate more or less, because essentially, like, as you know, you just, unless you're cranking out tons and tons and tons of additions and selling them out every day, it's really difficult to make like a a living on Tezos right now, especially with the price of especially with the price of tez where it's at and like all that stuff it's it's super hard so i think i agree with that i mean like i, I will say that i i i feel like a little bit of a hypocrite in that sense in terms of coming from there and then kind of moving over but i guess it's just i guess it's just a, a an artist progression through whatever the fuck it is like i'm i'm exploring all sorts of shit right now like i'm doing a i'm gonna do a an, an illustrated book that like is fucking crazy it's going to be on ETH but it's because there's this I'm working with this team at Transient Labs to make this like it's this crazy interface it's going to be all fucking nuts and stuff 
but yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I guess it's just a, a natural or an evolution of, of whatever it is we're, we're all doing here, but yeah, I don't, I don't have a better. Well, and that's, and, 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 uh, look, it's, I know you, I know you're like kind of struggling with a little bit to be like, yeah, no, I left has cause the money's not there. Right. It's fucked. Yeah. It you know, is. It's hard. And, and, and they, 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 they haven't done anything because, because they didn't, they didn't build a platform. Yeah. That, that made sense. Okay. I was I was on object yesterday trying I was just looking at something. How is it possible that there's no way to to look at last sales of of buying? Yes. Yeah. You go back and look at their last forty eight sales. Yeah, okay. yeah. And that's it. But yeah. I, like every piece, if any other platform, you can look at a glance at what that piece last sold for. Yes. Right. And they don't include that. You know, there there are these like little elements that are missing that for making it viable. I mean, that right there, the reason that ETH is viable over Tez for, for working artists, okay, yeah. is because people are willing to go over there and speculate and, and see what they're going to turn into and the whole bit. And Tez has really dropped the ball on putting the tools out there that allow people to search that way. Look, I'm Tez. We joke in the grotto. I've been saying this a lot for the last four or five months that Eventually, Tezos, we can just rename the chain to threesomes because <laughs> I'll be the only one using it. Right. Even if we run our own nodes to use this chain, fine. Yeah. But, but the fact is, and we can do that even if Tez, Tez, you know, the Tez coin goes to zero because I've got yeah. three. So theoretically, yeah. we, we can we can do it, right? But but the idea being, I need the gasless transaction, and I need to be I need my collectors to genuinely be able to run. Yeah. 15 or 30 or 500 transactions in a day if yeah. that's what I'm calling them to do. Yeah. You cannot do that on the other. No, fuck no, you can't. No, you're, you're going to be blowing 50, 60 bucks on that same thing. So, yeah, there's absolutely no can't way. Can't do it. So, yeah. I need to be on this. So, it works. So, I'm going to be there. Yeah. But I know for a fact that my commitment to that has cost me personally yeah. <laughs> a lot. Probably a lot, right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's an interesting, and it's it's a really interesting, like, we've gotten into this a ton with, you know, like, um, just other artists and, and other curators and other collectors and stuff, and it's just, it, it's wild that there's a different perception, too, that, like, something is, like, somebody made a really interesting tweet about it, who, um, UC Zine, who's that fucking awesome glitch artist, fucking incredible, and he's blowing up right now, rightfully so, he makes incredible well, work. Look, look, let me just point this out. He was, he was pretty much even, and then... You responded to my New Year's tweet, and he responded, and the next day his shit took off. So I'm just saying, well, he, he, got the three he got the three That's awesome, dude. Fuck yeah. I didn't even realize that. Well, hopefully, I, I, I mean, I can't imagine that's the, well, maybe, I mean, let's just take credit for it. Let's, we, we, yeah, we'll <laughs> I'm taking take, all the goddamn credit. Yeah, take all Look the credit the for it. Look at the time somebody, some, some, yeah, somebody had a great tweet where they were just like, dude, like, you could go get an edition of his on Tezos for it was something like 400 Tez or something. And on ETH, it was like, it was like a one ETH or something. And it's like, dude, it's 400 bucks versus like 1800 or whatever the fuck it is. And it's hey. like, yeah, this is crazy. Like, why is that? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what to what say. Of, like, one of your one-on-ones the other day, obviously it was a doofus liquidating out of stuff. Okay. But he, he took some secondary offers on some of your one-on-ones. Yeah. That were criminal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And I have, a, I mean, I look at that and I'm like, wait a second. 
So Dai's stuff goes for eighteen thousand dollars on ETH. Right. And this was he was taking offers the week that Tez was at 0.7, right? At like 70 cents. But I can go over here and buy a one of one minted on the blockchain for $560. Right. I don't get it. It makes no sense. So, it's wild. It's, fucking it's wild. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, because I want to know. Look, I have I think I know the answer, but do you consider your Tez work to be less than your ETH work? So let me let me let me say this. Um, some of the early stuff certainly was because because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was minting everything. Like I would make a drawing in like 30 seconds and be like, it's out there. And it's just like it's like the fucking goat milk dude. It's like the Quaker Oats guy being milked by hands or like right. or like right. just like just weird stuff that that is absolutely in no way more detailed or insane than some of the stuff that I've posted on ETH. So I think in the early days, yes. And but then like once you hit kind of like the Twitter fucking bird thing and the GNGM dudes and stuff, those are definitely like, those are fucking great pieces. And, you know, like, and maybe not as, maybe not as psychotically detailed as some of the ETH ones, but certainly like the overall like meme ability, conceptualization of the piece, realization of me as a person in that piece are, are definitely like super special pieces. So like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't look at those things like they're like pieces of shit at all, you know? I didn't think you did, okay? And and let's be honest, rudimentary early pieces of a, an artist with a prominent oeuvre. I can't yeah. yeah. Okay. But those matter as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And especially if you can, if you can timestamp them, and you know the moment of creation, you know the you know fucking a. Yeah. You can right. tell a story, a retrospective story. Those are going to be important pieces. So, so here's the question for you. What are you doing to balance that out? Because what I've seen 99% of the test people who go to ETH and have success. And don't forget, I, I've had some pretty decent success on old ETH. Though. For sure, for sure. Right. Okay, good, okay. But 99% immediately go and are like, oh, but that was my test work, Ugh, whatever, okay? Because yeah. even on inflated secondaries, they're really not making that much. Yeah, okay? and they dismiss it, or you have cocksuckers like, okay, who who feel that they can build people for for money here and then just go grab some some like coffee money on Tez and not mm -hmm. acknowledge the piece, not give it any holder utility, and not make it a part of his work. You know that whole like bastardization of the work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'll just do this dalliance here to make a thousand dollars. Yeah. Because if you're saying to me, and I agree with you, that your work, even that like really raw early stuff, I think it matters. And especially, look, you've got one ones, you got stuff that can match up, right? Some of that, yeah. some of your first animated stuff, that plays right along. Agree, uh, one thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. So why are you, who have eleven thousand followers, okay, who are actually engaged and actually tweeting and actually with you, okay? Aren't you going, hey, dummies, did you realize you can go buy one of my pieces over there for this? Yeah, and you're not wrong. I mean, like, it's a it's a great question. I think I think primarily I and you're the same way. I don't chill fucking shit no, on my timeline. So that's the primary reason is like 
I'll post stuff and they can do, they can do the work. Like I've got, you know, I've got pen in my like Twitter profile or whatever. And then it's my website that I have for like, right. you know, where they can go right. to check stuff out. But I just like, dude, that that's the part that sickens me about the, the, the state of the space in many ways where people are just fucking licking the ass of sales bots and constantly retweeting. Oh, this thing, this thing, might this thing just came aboard. This thing just became available. Go check it out. And I'm like, it, it makes me fucking nuts, dude. And so that's, here's here's yeah. We don't have to do that, and we and we and we don't, and, you know, and, and we wouldn't. I never do, you know that. Okay? Yeah, oh yeah. For me, it becomes a part of the conversation around this, and this yeah. is what I'm saying. Where I kind of feel like you almost have a little <laughs> bit of an obligation to it, in in acknowledging your work there, because by not doing it, okay. Because my feeling is this: you go look and you go look at your super rare sales, okay, and you look at that stuff, and to go. Hey, here's it. Hey, guys, did you realize? And you can say, this is not a shill, okay? Yeah. It's not going to net me any money. I mean, it's going to yeah. make a couple <laughs> bucks for you, okay? Right. I'll be fine, okay? But do you realize that one of one pieces that I've made that are animated and as robust as this stuff exists yeah. over and are available at these prices? There's not much of it. Yeah. But, but if I, they probably just don't even know. By the way, fact check, fact check here. Your your Twitter profile says super. It doesn't say anything about head anymore. Oh, I think I thought it. Did. I thought it did. Let me let me give it a look. I'm almost certain. I was looking today. This uh, maybe fact check me. I think it has object. I think it has object. I think it has object. Uh, which I need to change to Hickant Nuke. Nope. I win. I mean, oh, yeah. Oh. You, you you mention it. No, no. I've got super FX hash ten, and then it's oh, and then and then you the link. The you say the word. You say you say the word of something that doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, well, and and so the thing about well, and like I've been on huge spaces with like, you know, Xerox, who's a who's the fucking shit. Love that dude. And you know, like I definitely don't hide the fact that like I, I was born in the, the gutter. Is, is Xerox different than King Xerox? Yes, Xerox. And neither, and neither of them make photocopies. Uh no 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 Xerox okay. was the dude Xerox was the dude who did the legendary trust piece where like he he had like a, a rat it was like a an I- iconic Tezos um, I'm, like, being, I'm being funny it was yeah yeah oh yeah so so um no but I mean dude it's it's funny like I I, I mean I every everything whenever I talk to anyone whenever I'm on a space whenever I'm doing anything I say that I was birthed in the gutters of Hickant Nuke it's it's like it was it was my fucking home and like you know, a lot of those pieces that I was making were indirect retaliation and frustration with, you know, seeing the bullshit in the, the stuff that we see totally. now with everything. So like the Twitter, oh. the, the Twitter fucking bird and all that stuff. And like, yeah, those are stuff that I hold near and dear to my heart. So, I mean, yeah, I, but I, I probably think I agree with you. I could do a better job of, of uh, directing well, people. back. To I just them. think, I just think that, that <laughs> doing it does a, a service, not just yourself. Okay. But it really does a service to others or who are out there who have put some work in, you know? Agreed. Um, you know, I think, I think my, my take is that it's a bit of, um, it's a bit of immaturity on, on most parts where they're like, now I'm on the big leagues. Now I've gotten yeah. the call. Now I'm up here. I don't want people to understand that, yeah, you used to be able to buy my stuff for $3. Dude, less than that, yeah, like a dollar. Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah. crazy, yeah. Right? 
And I think I think that there's a there's a part of it where I think some of these guys who do make the the transition have some success there and then abandon it. Talking to you, kid eight, right? But but honestly, there's you know there's this this thing of like, yeah, I used to be scrappy. I used to be doing anything I could, and I wish that that wasn't the case. I wish people were able to say because look, at the end of the day, it's minted on the fucking blockchain. Right. I have right. a really hard time in believing one blockchain is better than the other. Unless, unless you're a guy like okay, in which case it's perfectly okay to tell me, no, that one is worth 30000 but this one is worth $40. I understand it's very hard for you to perceive any difference between the two. But trust me on this. This one Yes, yes, they're both green and they both have the same amount of lines and the same color. But this one is $40 and that one's 30000 Unless you're somebody like that, I have a hard time really justifying that one blockchain is truly that different. If, you, if yours are an arts with success. Yeah, agreed. Well, yeah, and it doesn't change. Your, your artistic presence is your artistic presence. It doesn't it's not like you're shifting whatever your, your vision is based on the chain either. It's what you're, what you're feeling and what you're spewing out is, is going to be wholly you in, in every way, you know? And I guess, well, maybe, you know, maybe some, some folks have, have changed or wavered over the years or anything like that. But I think um, for the, for the artists that know what's up, you know, they, they know, and, and that, and they're, they're inserting themselves onto into every piece they make. So, yeah, I mean, to your point, yeah, that shit. That shit is is beyond is beyond grateful. No, beyond special to me for 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 oh, many. Yeah. Reasons, you know. Oh, yeah. no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. And and that's you know to me it's just one of those things where I kind of feel like you know I mean look in 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 old time baseball, okay, where there was a loose association, you really didn't have the major leagues, and the major leagues that you did have, there was not a direct run down to the minor leagues. They didn't belong, like the way now, you know, all the minor leagues belong to the major leagues. They didn't use them. And what would happen is you'd have these like wacky little leagues that would have some players in them and the big leagues would just go raid them. Yeah, right, right. Right. And then they would wither and die and go away. I kind of feel like that's happened. Yeah. With with Hen, okay, with the test side. And then a part of that is all these new newfangled big leaguers are embarrassed that they came up that way. Yeah. 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 Which is, which is an odd feeling in many ways. Like I'm proud of that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. super proud of the fact that, that we were all out there just fucking doing whatever. It was a weird, like orgy of just a bunch of like, no one knew what the hell they were doing. And that was the beauty of it, man. Like I felt like the, I felt like the, the, the amount the the no the no pressure of anything and that nobody knew what they were doing and they were just fucking around was just like the best those were the fucking best days ever you know i mean it was great but yeah well and, yeah and that's and that's the thing i i think it, it comes from the fact that that you and i and a few of the others that we like so much <clears throat> we're really doing things yeah yeah you know that, yeah, yeah. that translate and and and, and can resonate at a higher dollar value or whatever, you know, for sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's the one thing I would, that's my, my, you know, maybe at the end of every episode, all three, 
We'll give you a full savings. That's the perfect, yeah, that's the perfect way to sign off every episode. I think we do a threes gives his uh, sage words of wisdom that you can carry on into the, the next day, into the next year, into the next lifetime, you know? Unsolicited advice, okay? I just step in and I go, you know what, Doc? This is what you need to do. I love it. I think it's not working for you right now. Well, well, I think I think that would be great. I think for future episodes, when we have other artists on here, we can we can maybe each give a patch of advice. Where my one is like, you know, do DMT and go see uh, eighty with Brady, and you have some sage wisdom as well. You know, like I, oh, think God, I love it. I, I love it. And that's so that's look. This this worked. I think this was a good kickoff. This it was awesome. incredible, man. Great great conversation. Always love. Yeah, you yeah, like you're somebody that I just feel like I've talked to a million times. You know, so this has been fucking rad. Yeah, no, it's perfect. And I think it'll be fun when, you know, uh, we bring in somebody. What I was thinking is, you know, we'll chat it up, just the two of us still getting to know each other on our road trip, and then we'll pick up a little hitchhiker. That sounds great. Let's do yeah, that. Sounds... For that hour, you know? That's the perfect format. Yeah, no, good. All right. Well, uh, many thanks to, to um, I think his name's Crypto Kitch. But all kids Crypto there. Kitch, thank you, dude. Yeah, appreciate it. And thank Anytime. you, John. We'll do this again next week, and it's great. Uh, we'll get the old guy here to take my my emphysema out of the, the mix. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks a bunch. Cheers, yeah. dudes. Later on. Bye.